Hello everybody. I decided to record this video because there's a story that needs to be told that's going to be overshadowed by this recent thing about Roe v. Wade. And I'll talk about the Roe v. Wade thing later. But there's another story going on. And in order to understand it, I'm going to have to play a little bit of this video here and go over some other tweets with you. Let's take a look. I mean, it's easy in American discourse to talk simplistically about the far left and the far right as two equally dangerous fringe blocks. Elon Musk has done it plenty of times just in the past week. But here's the difference. America's far left wants to give us free health care and free child care. America's far right wants to give us white supremacy and no democracy. Editor's note, I wasn't originally going to comment on this video, but I need to. He left out the fact that the far left, meaning the actual far left, wants communism and no democracy and no free speech. The reasonable left is just looking for health care and child care, etc. They're not the same group of people. And this asymmetrical polarization of U.S. politics would be laughable if it weren't so horrifying. We are living through an unspeakably dangerous moment. The pro-QAnon, pro-neo-Nazi faction of the Republican Party is poised to expand dramatically come the midterms. We're just two years away from Donald Trump very possibly re-seizing executive power. If that happens, we may look back on this past week as a pivotal moment when a petulant and not-so-bright billionaire casually bought one of the world's most influential messaging machines and just handed it to the far right. Every now and then I realize I should probably go ahead and tune into mainstream media again because holy shit, is it out of control. Like the fear mongering in that whole segment was absolutely insane. Let's move on. But the reason it was necessary to watch it is because it's kind of the backdrop for this exchange that takes place. So this is Elon saying NBC basically saying Republicans are Nazis. And he points out the same organization that covered up Hunter Bi the Hunter Biden laptop story had Harvey Weinstein's story early and killed it, and built Matt Lara his rape office. Lovely people. And this guy here goes on to point out, it says it all that we heard more about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock than we heard about Ghislaine Maxwell's trial. It is also, quote, interesting that the account tracking Ghislaine Maxwell's trial got banned when it gained traction. Lovely people indeed. They suspended a Twitter account that was tracking the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. That's literally all it was doing, was just any time there was a link about it that was available or whatever, they would post updates, and that, that account got deleted. So, Elon wades in. Where is their client list? Shouldn't at least one of them go down? And then he makes the choke, Hey, why are they already writing my suicide story? In reply, somebody put this together, which was actually kind of hilarious. When he said, hey, why are they already writing my suicide story? You have a foreshadowing of Hillary Clinton behind what he said. And this is only funny because it's true. I mean, I don't think they're writing his suicide story yet, but I don't know if everybody's really realizing the huge implications here. This is a guy who just bought one of the biggest social media platforms in existence, and he's openly talking about the Epstein trial and specifically calling out the people who did not cover it um, and did not prosecute the people on the client list. Well, that's actually kind of enormous, and I have a feeling that this story is not going to get talked about for the same reasons why they would have, you know, used the algorithms to prevent anybody from seeing things like this in the past. 
But they don't do that anymore, because this guy owns the platform. So in response to Elon bringing up the client list and why they aren't going after anybody that's on it, somebody, I'm assuming another one of the leftists who've been desperately going after him in any way that they can, says, let's start with you. And he says, that's a Vanity Fair party, and she photobombed me in the background. But you know that already, don't you? And what's important about this is that if he was on the client list, he wouldn't be bringing it up on Twitter, uh, you know, on which he has hundreds of thousands of followers. He wouldn't want to talk about this topic at all. So further along in that conversation, you know, somebody defends Elon and says, Elon doesn't know Ghislaine Maxwell at all. She photobombed him once at a Vanity Fair party in 2014. The real question is why Vanity Fair invited her in the first place. To which Elon replied, that is exactly the question. And then somebody brought up this photo here with Ghislaine Maxwell, you know, at Chelsea's wedding. To be invited to a person's wedding, you should know that person really well. So here's Maxwell at Chelsea Clinton's wedding. So if there's anybody who'd be concerned about this, it's not Elon Musk. At least not so far as not wanting the story to come out. So in reply to somebody in a different part of Elon's Twitter saying, this is a representative I'm assuming from Congress, it says, it's not a coincidence the White House launched its Ministry of Truth immediately after Elon Musk bought Twitter and backed free speech. You know, to which Elon said, as I was saying, um, and it shows 2022, here we go. It's a guy getting ready to flick a tiger's balls. So again, this all kind of sounds humorous, but there are much darker, like, deep state implications to what's going on here. Elon Musk bought Twitter, and it's clear that, well, again, Elon Musk is super wealthy and not necessarily somebody I trust. In a way similar to Donald Trump, um, they can't control him, and that's the reason why they're panicking. If he was really on the same side as the establishment and everything, you know, they wouldn't be talking about this, but they are, and it's because they're afraid that he's going to do something that they can't control. That's the same reason why they went after Trump, because they knew they couldn't control him. So somebody on a different article um, put this together. I'm going to go and share it. Now, I was just Googling this and uh, stumbled on this because I was curious if anybody else was covering this. Um, and there are a couple of people that it were, but it wasn't anybody big. This conversation is not getting picked up. Um, I don't know what will come up. I mean, like it just happened today. Like the tweet was like eight hours ago. But as some of you may remember that Bill Gates is having a messy divorce and people are surmising it might have something to do with Bill Gates's relationship with Epstein. And so these people are suggesting that it's possible that um, Elon Musk is in a feud with Bill Gates and that that might be part of the reason why they're bringing up the client list. I don't know for sure, but he does go over whoever wrote this article could even be a she so far as I know. I'll link it in the description. You know, this conversation, the literally the one that I just went over you with, that took place on Twitter about eight to nine hours ago. So that's one of the reasons I wanted to cover this. I'm sorry I didn't cover it earlier. I was kind of in the middle of a procedure. And um, we'll get back to that later. But anyway, let's move on. I don't know if I can state how deeply profound this is enough. You have a case that was largely ignored that Twitter went so far as to suspend an account just for sharing links from. Literally nothing else. And then you have this guy who has an enormous platform that he now owns openly questioning why they didn't prosecute the client list. 
meaning a list of people that Maxwell and Epstein helped, you know, basically rape young children. Why are they not being prosecuted? As Elon pointed out, shouldn't at least one of them go down? This is something that the mainstream media and social media has been desperately trying to prevent people from talking about. I think like the only major, well, I say major in YouTube sense, outlet that continues to cover this is Sagar and Jadi on Breaking Points. But nobody else talks about it. This trial just disappeared. It also, um, you know, couldn't be covered in the more general ways, but it's because it's a federal trial, they couldn't put cameras in. But anyway, good logic covered it, you know, but that's really it. Nobody else wanted to talk about this. And now Elon Musk, a person with an enormous platform, just openly said, why are we not prosecuting any of the clients? And who are those clients? Well, there's people like, you know, the British royal family, the Clintons, etc. on that list. So funny thing is, Elon's taken a big risk here. You know, so in before its news, Elon Musk did not kill himself. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, like and subscribe and ring the bell. And don't forget to go to my website, v-radio.us, where you can find me on my other mediums, because I'm also on Odyssey, BitChute, Rumble, etc. You can also check me out on social media to actually be sure that you get notified when I put out new content. I'm still looking for supporters on Patreon or PayPal, um, especially now. Um, I'll go into more detail about what's going on with my health in a different video. Thanks again for tuning in.